Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Here is a, a conversation that we started a, about a week ago. Um, there is more development to the story because the city of Cape Town published on the 15th of June a bid for private companies to demolish illegal informal, sec- uh, informal, informal structures. That was a tender that was um, published in, on the 15th of June. And uh, there were so a briefing was meant to be held on the 25th of June. And, uh, well, you know, according to to the city, this is by all means very, very legal. And in fact, this kind of thing happens every three months, every three years, I beg your pardon. However, you have the Legal Resource Center, which is objecting to this. They join us now on the line. I'm also going to be uh, introducing the city as well, Councillor uh, Malusi Boy, to also join us in this conversation. Uh, I just want to introduce the uh, Legal Resource Center who are saying, much as this may be legal, it's just not called for at this moment. Sherelle Das is the Regional Director of the Legal Resource Center. She joins us now on the line. Good afternoon, Sherelle. Good afternoon, Pamela. Thanks for having us. What, what, what exactly, just state categorically your position on this particular tender process? Well, look, I think from the LRC's point of view, Pamela, the decision by the city of Cape Town to put out this tender is, is inexplicable. Right? We don't see any rationale behind the city persisting with this tender during a global pandemic and a national health crisis. Um, it's just wasteful expenditure and improper use of taxpayers' money. So granted, this might have been tabled before the COVID-19 pandemic became a reality in South Africa, but in light of our present circumstances, the city should not be persisting with this tender, and it should actually withdraw the tender. Um, So the question is really, why? Why now? Why at this stage do you want to... Um, procure services to demolish structures in the midst of a global health crisis. What would you rather the city do? Well, the city needs to prioritise other areas. Uh, you know, it, 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 it really flies in the face of the humanitarian response to the COVID-19 pandemic and to really the broader issues in South Africa of homelessness, of landless people being kept in these sort of modest, informal structures for years. And I think that this pandemic has showed the inequalities of, of, of provisions of services and the priorities, really, of not just the city of Cape Town, but other, other local government and provincial government stand on, on really homelessness. Um, mm. So it's really shocking to us that, that this becomes a priority. Councillor Malusuboy joins us now on the line from the mayoral committee member of the Human Settlement in Cape Town, joins us now on the line. Councillor, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us once again. So did the hearing go ahead, the briefing session on the 25th of July, of June? Well, firstly, let me indicate, I don't participate as a public representative on supply chain matters that dealt with by administration. However, I do want to indicate that this particular tender is a tender that is, uh, is coming to an end now in June, and we'll be having a month-to-month uh, contract uh, with the service provider that is currently doing uh, the job that we're doing, which involves also not only demolishing structures, but also involves relocation of structures.
but the other process of supply chain will take place and as, as normal. And I mean, this is not a new trend. I don't know what the halabaloo about it now being advertised. I mean, the briefing was on Friday. Now we we have started the supply chain process, and I will not uh, uh, deal with those because they are dealt mainly by administration. But as a matter of principle, I I don't see anything which uh, wrong with the us acquiring those services. That's point number one. Number two, I don't think we need to create this confusion that all of a sudden, because there's COVID-19 now, we need to ex- stop existing as an institution of government. There are processes that we're following. We Government is, is working. We're finding uh, different ways of doing our work, but nothing is stopping us. None of the regulations have prohibited us from executing our uh, delegated authority. Um, Councillor Boy, I I hear you saying that this is not something that you should have been taken care of, but you were quite aware of the briefing uh, we gave yourself about what we're going to discuss. So if you are not the right person, then who should we have spoken to and why didn't you tell us that you're not the appropriate person? No, 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 I never said that. You You must listen carefully. I said I don't deal with supply chain matters. understand that. But yes. then why because did you accept public, the interview? As a public representative. I understand But that. I will respond on the principle of us acquiring the, the, the services of this, of, of, of us demolishing structures that are illegally erected because regulations even permit us <gasps> to remove those structures even during COVID-19. Now, this service is an ongoing service. That's what I'm explaining to you. And it's not a contract that or a tender that has just come out of the blue. It has been existing. It's coming to an end. Hence, we have, rec- we have rec- uh, called in for tenders to, to, to kickstart that uh, process another three years. I'm trying to understand what are you contesting because I am very aware that you're no, not no, no, an administrator. No, no, remember, no. Remember, remember what is being said is that because it's COVID-19, that, I mean, it's COVID-19, we're not supposed to, we should reprioritize and prioritize other things. Yes. I'm saying what we're doing, we're doing what we normally do, and it's, it's a contract that is coming to an end. Now, we, we, we have gone out to request more contractors to come in to tender for it, which is, it happened on Friday. Now, all what we're doing, we're doing what we're supposed to do. We're not going to stop now issuing out tenders on services that we require, primarily because it's COVID-19. Councillor Boy, I'm, I'm, at, I'm trying to understand where the, the, the fact that you're not an administrator comes in here, because that's you who... No, 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 What I'm saying is that issues, are, I, I was just making a disclaimer, that issues of supply chain as politicians, we don't get involved with. But however, on the issue of the process that will be undergone, I'll be able to deal with that. Okay. No, I wasn't asking you about the process of, of, of supply chain because that's, okay. not, that's not the matter No, no, no. Of, I wanted to put it out there so that it, 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 it does not create any level of confusion. No confusion at all. I think the, principle, so the principle remains. She is saying that they feel that during this pandemic period, the resources should be moved to other priorities because there is a pandemic and there is a humanitarian crisis. You don't agree with that? I, hence, I said that we are, we are also complying with the regulations because regulations permit us to, to remove structures that are illegally erected. It's in the regulations. You must read the regulations. What is, what is not, what is, we are not permitted to do is do evictions. What, but when people invade a piece of land, 
regulations permit us to go and remove those structures. And this contract talks to that. And it also talks to relocation. When we have built people's houses and they were staying in an informal settlement, we demolish those informal structures and take that community to formal houses. That, this particular tender talks to that. So why must we stop it now? Hence I was saying, we are doing what we normally do as government and nothing will stop us executing our delegated authority. Ms. Das, do you want to respond to that? Yeah, I think that the councillor is obviously misinterpreting the disaster management regulations. I mean, it's clear, yes, that you've prohibited from evicting. But the problem with with the way that land is... Um, land evictions or demolishing of informal structures are carried out is that there have been cases where people have been living whether if they've lived there for 10 minutes or 24 hours it's an occupied structure and there is a disconnect between what the city perceives as an unoccupied structure and what the majority of our clients perceive as their homes um, inhabited homes. So the disaster management regulations prohibit evictions. We argue that demolishing a structure without a court order is equivalent to an eviction. So the city of Cape Town is not complying with the disaster management regulations. And it also goes further than just the disaster management regulations. The destruction of, of homes, um, of structures, on city land, we believe, is an infringement of of those occupants or the, the, the owners of those structures' rights to dignity and equality. And I think it's unconstitutional that in one aspect the city can, can grant uh, uh, a space for um, an applicant to defend the erection of illegal structures in court, and on the other instances, when it comes to people, really black people living in poverty, uh, their structures are demolished without court oversight, um, without them being given an opportunity to place their case before a court. And the city uses an archaic old common law principle of counter-spoliation, which has no place um, as a defense for the city, and that's our argument, that they should be treated in this way that there should be no court oversight, that there should be um, homelessness created in the midst of, of, of a pandemic and in the midst of winter where people's homes have been destroyed and they're left on the street creating homelessness and actually exacerbating the response to the COVID-19 regulations. So this is what we're talking about in terms of priorities. Where are the priorities? So you can, you can persist with your, your tenders, but where's your priorities? Is your priorities actually saving lives? Is the priorities actually creating homelessness? So the city needs to be clear because the perception that's been, been granted even during this, in, during this lockdown where demolitions and evictions have been taking place on a regular basis, and now with this tender, um, giving them more ammunition to actually um, to scale up the level of demolition. So the perception is that this is the priority, is to create homelessness. It's actually to exacerbate the health crisis in, in the city. Councillor Boy, I'm going to give you a chance to respond. I just need to take a quick ad break and then I will give you a space to respond. I can see that you want to respond. I'll also open the lines on 891 104
You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Greetings, my beautiful sister Pimelo. This is Simpio in Cape Town. When it comes to the issue of uh, the government of the Western Cape, uh, this government is a government that is not thinking for people. It doesn't have uh, the needs of the people at heart. You know, I have a very, very bad experience with the with the Western with the Western Cape government. If I can just say it, uh, in 2009, I lost my brother. He drowned in a local swimming pool, which is owned by the municipality. The municipality never take responsibility for that. They never helped me in any way with that. So if you talk about the Western government, it's an evil government for me. Thank you, Pam. Good day, Pamela, your team, as well as the listeners of SAFM. You know, one thing that I have uh, picked up with... Uh, the officials from uh, the DA-led government. One thing that I've observed from them, it's the arrogance, the rudeness, and the the defensive stance that they always adopt when they need to come and um, account. They always uh, get um, personal, and they get to harass you guys. And yeah, it's, it's quite sad. Thanks, Pamela, Kumi, and Middlebeck. Good day to you. So my conversation is with Councillor Malu, Malusibui, who is a Cape Town's mayoral committee member of Human Settlement. I was also in conversation with Cheryl Des, who is a regional, uh, regional director of the Legal Resource Centre. This is on the back of a tender that has been put forward by the city of Cape Town for... Um, people who, at least uh, private companies, who can demolish uh, structures that are illegal in Cape Town. And uh, there was a briefing session that took place on the 25th of June. Uh, Councillor Boy, you want to respond to what uh, Ms. Das was saying? Yes, yes, thanks, uh, thanks, Pamela. Uh, I, I just want to respond to Sharon on two things that are fundamental. One, Pi Act governs on what she's talking about in terms of when a unit has been occupied or not, and what needs to be followed by 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 law enforcement officials when they are executing that job. Pi Act is very clear on that. Secondly, on around the issue of regulations, uh, Disaster Management Act is also very clear. Remember, Pamela, uh, one of the, the the champion of those regulations is Minister of Cocta, uh, Minister Ngosazanazuma. She has been on a number of occasions uh, spelling out and making a distinction between invasion and eviction. Hence, I know for a fact. Now, if that we are we are permitted to to remove illegal structures, but what we are not permitted to do is evictions. Now, if she feels that the city of Cape Town is executing its 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 work outside the constitution that governs all of us as a country, she's she's I mean she has a legal background I would assume to take us to to the constitutional court so that we deal with the matter and not come and express personal feelings here. And it's it's not being about. I heard one of your listeners talking about arrogance on the government. It's not about arrogance or anything. When people are unable to defend their argument, they quickly move to a corner of attacking. Here we're dealing with facts. 
National, uh, I Ms. mean, the Pi Act is very clear. Councillor Boy, I must say, yes, but you must, you must take what you give. Because I must say, your tone was not very pleasant when we started our conversation. But, so when you no, want no, to no, talk no, no, about no. people and how they react to you, you yourself need to check your tone and you check, before I hadn't gone anyway, you were accusing me of speaking to you out of turn. No, 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 Pamela. Pamela? Yes. You, you, no, 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 no. What you asked me for... I have you not asked, asked you about wait, administration. Wait, you wait, assumed wait, I wait, had. Wait. No, no, no. Let me tell you. You asked me why am I coming to your interview if I'm not going to respond. That was what you asked no, me. No, you spoke at, about administration. Uh, wait, I have never Pamela. asked you about administration. No, 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 no Pamela. It, this is what you asked me. Your and intention was to make now, me look like I didn't know what we were going no, to no, discuss. No, 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 no. If, if that is your feeling... That's why I clarified it. That is what I clarified. I had to clarify. But I had to clarify that you are misreading me because I hadn't said that. No, 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 no. Hence, I I repeated myself. I said I don't participate. At no point did you apologize, uh, Councillor Boy, that you... Because you misrepresented what I was asking you. I had not even touched the issue of administration. Come down, Pamela. No, but I'm you saying, must take responsibility, Mr. Boy, no, 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 for also what? misrepresenting no, facts. You see, now you are attacking me unnecessarily. No, I the listener that was I telling you that you're arrogant. Supply chain matters. The listener, There's nothing wrong with making the, that disclaimer. The listener so remember, was remember, telling you about arrogance. And I'm no, no, saying, no, 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 don't no. attack a listener no, no, no. who was don't just listening. Me. No, no, don't attack me unnecessarily. If you want, if you want to run a certain narrative, run it. But don't attack me unnecessarily. You must do the same. I Mr. have Boy. to make a disclaimer. I have to make a disclaimer when I participate because supply chain issues. I wasn't are asking you about supply issues. chain. No, 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 no. I had to make my own disclaimer. I didn't say you said it. I made. I even said to you, I'm making my own disclaimer because supply chain. I don't want tomorrow people to interpret it differently. Mr. Boy, can you respond you to the issues at hand? Because nobody no, spoke no, no, about I've supply chain. to the issue that we will, there is nothing wrong with the, with the tender that is out because the tender is enabling but, us to execute our job. If there's any person or persons who feel that we are working outside the Constitution of the Republic, they, they, are, free, they are free to go to the Constitutional Court and challenge us. Do you because, agree? As I said, do you agree that people are also at liberty to ask you about other issues over and above the law? You are hearing people say, besides the fact that, yes, you are entitled to that to that provision of having a tender, do you not feel that at this point it's inappropriate given the fact that you have a humanitarian crisis? That is the question. Nobody questioned the legality of the manner. And I'm sure, okay. as a representative of the public, when people ask, you are supposed to answer the question without I'm, I'm, giving I'm, and throwing stones. No, no, no. I'm not throwing stones. I'm clarifying the... Pro- the remember, Cheryl asked about... The, she challenged the legality of what we're doing. And hence, I referred her to the pilot and also to the regulations. I'm referring her to the very same document that are governing all of us. She's challenging that document. And she said that we must refer to this matter is unconstitutional. I'm saying she must take us to the constitutional Mr. Boy, did I, mean, I not Danos, say wait, in my me, intro me to you, this is not a legal matter, you're at liberty to do that? I no, was no, no, asking but you remember, a I am governed by regulations. Where I sit, I need to take decisions are you that saying, are informed by regulation. Are you saying that you cannot respond outside of a regulation as a leader no, of a people? No, how, how, how possible can that be? Do you want me arrested? No, there's nothing. My question no, no, is no, not I'm about making, you not making the... No, Mr. No, 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 Boy, I'm, hear I'm, me. I'm governed by law. Mr. Boy. I respect the rule Mr. of Boy. law. 
Now, you want me to now to take decisions, emotional decisions, that are outside the regulations. I can't when the president and the culture minister giving us regulations and other ministers on daily basis. I take south. When the direction is very clear from the from from the leadership of the country, okay. I can't do that. Uh, Councillor Boy, uh, if you don't mind, we're going to have to ask you to just pause for a minute because we do have to go to the headlines, and then you can have a more uh, more minutes to explain yourself. Councillor Malusi Boy is a Cape Town's mayoral committee member for Human Settlement. You're more than welcome to give us a call. Oh eight nine one one zero four two seven. I'm also in conversation with Cheryl Des, who is a regional director of Legal Resource Centre in Cape Town, who are challenging what the city is doing by issuing a tender for private companies to demolish illegal structures in Cape Town at a time like this. Afternoon, Pamelo Mutolo in Masipumelele, Cape Town. I'm listening to your conversation with the councillor of DA. The man is so unprofessional. You know, he exposed himself on the national radio. You know, the way he spoke to you, it's really unacceptable. And this is the man that was supposed to represent, you know, our locations or whatever. No, 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 no. That guy is very unprofessional. Really, DA must deal with him. He must be out of the office now, now, now. Thank you. Hey, Sister Pumelo. My name is Chico. To go and challenge, you need money. If I'm a poor person, how can I challenge someone who has a lot of money? He's talking nonsense, this guy, man. Thank you. Humanitarian crisis. Good afternoon, Camilla. You are not going to win any argument against that guy. All his statements begin with a no, 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 no. Good afternoon, Pumelo. Talking about the Western Cape government, we are living in the Western Cape. We suffered all these years. They don't care about us. They are the same people who oppressed us. Now they've got a chance under under umbrella, another umbrella, to finish what they started. Oh, they're finishing us. We don't have government who, to protect us. Thank you. Bye. I said I will open the lines. Thank you so much for staying with us on 0891-104-207. Let me go, before we go back to uh, Councillor Boy, let me go to Mr. Sheikh, who's calling from Cape Town. Oh, you're calling from Durban. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. Uh, I've been hearing the conversation on the radio. Uh, ma'am, this gentleman, he's supposed to be the Councillor for Humanitarian Settlement. I don't think he knows anything about human. He should be out of his office and probably working in a field where He's cutting grass or sugar cane or something of that sort. He's got no remorse for human. He wants to get the guy, the tender, to uh, uh, actually demolish illegal settlement. Which is illegal settlement in this country? This is a free country. We fought for this for many years. So I think he should resign and go home. Sit at home and maybe cut grass. Thank you very much, ma'am. Sherelle, before we give uh, Mr. Boy a chance to respond, your last comments, he says that if you feel that what they're doing is illegal, why don't you take them to court and then contest that? Your comments to that? Well, we have taken them to court uh, three times already um, since the start of the lockdown on evictions, which they termed as uh, land invasion. And we've been successful. And we are intending to challenge uh, the city uh, in, in terms of getting broad relief on their persistent violations. 
um, of the Disaster Management Act and the Constitution. So um, we will. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see how where uh, the councillor is is coming from about being emotional. Um, it's not about being emotional. Um, and if you want to bring out emotions, then why is the city not showing some emotional intelligence when it comes to um, the 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 you know people that are really suffering? Um, even worse off now because of um, the economic um, effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. So poor people, people who've been, you know, your callers have talked about being oppressed in the past. They, they, they feeling the effects of this threefold. And and so where's the heart of the city? I don't know. I can't answer that question. Yes, we will, as a lawyer and counsellor, I am a lawyer, and and we will challenge this uh, within that framework. Um, and we will champion Propo, uh, uh, to try and champion a Propo policy in, the, in, in Cape Town, to try to use the law to effect change. And what is needed is the political will to actually change your stance, to actually make this two-system approach of, of protecting the well-resourced and oppressing the under-resourced must stop. And the city needs to, walk. I'm not just picking on the city of Cape Town, but the government, the state, be it provincial, be it national, be it local, must now take steps to address the inequalities in South Africa, must now address the landlessness issue, the homelessness issue now, because it's affecting our people. Let, and let me we just need to stand him- up now. Let me just give him a chance to respond, um, Mr. Boy. You said earlier that um, you know this tender has been ongoing and it is uh, something that has been around. You're just continuing with what has been business as usual. Do you think the times warrant business as usual, uh, Councillor Boy? Yes, uh, yes, yes. It does because, as I've indicated initially, that it's come, the current one is coming to an end, and hence the process of uh, starting a new one. But I do want to to make a, a simple point, and that uh, in relation to the issue, and I'm happy that Cheryl is saying uh, it's not only the city of Cape Town because the perception out there is that this is only happening in the city of Cape Town, and it happens across the metros in the country. All metros are doing are doing it, and hence I said, when when we're doing what we're doing, it's governed by the regulations and the law. Now you in in Jobet, during COVID-19, uh, people's houses were demolished, brick and mortar houses, and uh, not, nothing of this sort was done. Uh, we have had may, that conversation with the local councillors, so please on this I'm saying, no, 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 what I'm, the message that I'm trying to relay, what is happening is not only happening in the city of Cape Town. And I'm saying I agree the, with the, you, and we've had a conversation yes, about a situation yes, thank in Thank you so much. I'm happy that we agree, because the perception now that is, this is a city of Cape Town thing alone, it's, it's not correct. I wanted to put uh, correct to that as well. Lastly, on my side, I'm currently in Danun, as, as I speak. I'm going to get into a public meeting now with people who are living in informal settlements because we're going to build them houses. We are in the, we are, we understand the, the sentiment and what is happening in informal settlements. And part of our identification program now is to make sure that these, uh, uh, 
human beings who live in these conditions, we make sure that we improve their living conditions. But we have to do it in a structural way. This community has raised their issues and we have, and we have engaged them. So it happens across the city. Now, what we cannot allow is when people know that they invade, for example, there were attempts in this particular area. When people knowing very well that we're going to do some housing development now, they intended, they tried to invade this particular site that we're going to develop. Now, must, is the argument now saying we must allow people just to erect informal structures or where we're going to uh, build uh, formal houses? I don't think that argument makes sense to me. You can say I'm arrogant, but I have to stick to the facts. Because for me, it's not that I don't feel, or as a city, we have no sympathy on, on people living in these conditions. We invest, we invest millions and millions of rent to improve their lives. Right. We are the city that delivers more than any other metro in the country in terms of delivery of houses and as a province. Uh, 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 Councillor Boyd, let me just, I just need to rush because we've got to also end this conversation. You know, and I said earlier, and I'm going to repeat this, at no point did I particularly say that what you're doing is illegal. And, and where we are coming from with all of this is as a public representative, I am not hearing empathy. I'm not, I'm, in fact, it's the first time I'm hearing empathy from you with what you've just said, which I commend. But when you listen to the voice notes, there has got to be a point when you as a public representative get to find yourself close to the people that you're serving so that they understand your intentions. If the, if the perception is exactly what you've been hearing, should, surely that should concern you. Let me let me let me be let me be honest and frank. Yes. You know, I didn't want to even because uh, firstly, people when they call in, yes. they raise a political party, and I don't do that. And I think it's the second interview that I have with you, and I've even said even on the first interview that we had around Hungary, I don't like people who grandstand, because for me, when we're having a discussion of this sort at this level, we must be able to bring facts on the table and not grandstand. That's why I even cautioned, and you corrected the, the previous uh, uh, person whom you, you, you hosted on your show. So th- that is the most important thing for me because one thing that I cannot do and is to allow anarchy to prevail. I cannot allow that. I can, everything has to be regulated in the country. I, we sympathize with many people that are living in, in, in poor conditions, but there, needs, there is law and order in the country. Now, if people want me to succumb to chaos, I cannot be party to that. Hmm. All right, I'm going to have to leave it there. Councillor Malusi, thank, you so much. thank you very much for your time. Thank Cape Town's mayoral committee member of Human Settlement. And I also want to thank you, Cheryl Das, who is a regional director of the Legal Resource Centre. And they're saying, well, they've done it before and they'll do it again. They will take the city to court for what they think is not something that should be done at this time during what they're calling a human humanitarian crisis, where the city has issued a request for tender. Um, they also had a, bidding ses- a briefing session on the 25th of June to just really state what the tender actually process should entail and so on. And um, a legal resource center says this is not the time. This is not the time to be issuing tenders of people to demolish illegal structures at a time when people are homeless at a time when we are dealing with COVID-19 in winter as well. And they're saying they're going to take the city to court because this is certainly unacceptable.